What do you think of when you hear marine competition? Swimming or fishing? What about capturing carbon? The University of Houston Steminist podcast series presents one of the many episodes with the Marine Energy Collegiate Competition Team, or MEC, as part of their outreach. My name is Nicole Gwynn. I am your host, and I'm a PhD student in the Geosensing Systems Engineering and Sciences program. Today, team leaders Samira and Akash tell us about an overview of the MEC competition. Samira, could you go first? Could you tell us a little bit about yourself, where you are in your program? Yeah, we'll just start with that. Hi, I'm Samira Rednum, and uh, I did my undergrad in mechanical engineering from India, and right now I'm pursuing my master's in subsea engineering from University of Houston. I'm currently in my third semester, so hopefully by summer I'll be a graduate. Nikash, what about you? My name is Akash. I come from a country called Tanzania. It's it's located on the eastern coast of Africa. Um, I moved to the United States in 2017, went to Lone Star College, got my Associates of Science degree, and then transferred to University of Houston in the fall of 2019. And I'm currently pursuing a degree in civil engineering, Bachelor's of Science in Civil Engineering, and I'll be graduating this May. So I'm very excited to be here. Congratulations on being so close to finishing. So both of y'all are working on the same competition. Could you, either one of you, tell us what the name of the competition is and general overview of it? Yeah, sure. Uh, I think I can I can uh, talk a little bit and then I can let Samira finish it up. Um, so every year, Department of Energy has a competition called Marine Energy Collegiate Competition. And it's a competition where, you know, universities are told to design any technology that would use marine energy in bettering the world. And so last summer, University of Houston was one of the finalists from about 17 to 18 universities global globally to participate in this competition. Um, and this is a very huge accomplishment for University of Houston to be selected as one of the finalists. And so myself, Samira, and three other members are part of this team. And so our whole goal is to design a technology that will be using marine energy somewhere in the process uh, to be able to make this, uh, you know, to be able to make the community a better place to live in, as well as make the uh, most use out of the renewable energy um, that we have been supplied with. And we can get into the details of what project we are working on, but that's pretty much, you know, the whole goal of our competition. Thank you, Akash. So how does University of Houston become a finalist? What's the process to get there? Typically, um, I believe the Department of Energy, as well as other agencies or sub-departments that are within the Department of Energy, uh, look into, you know, achievements, academic performance of students. They also look into the research program of the university. And based on, you know, all that, universities are told to submit an application to be selected as one of the finalists. And so, if not early in summer last year, in spring of 2021, um, that's when the University of Houston had, you know, applied and submitted the application as well as supplied uh, supporting documents to the competition to be able to, uh, you know, participate in that. And and so, you know, as I mentioned, the Department of Energy looks into a lot of things, looks into why the University of Houston wants to participate in this competition, what the University of Houston hopes to accomplish, as well as what the University of Houston hopes to do in the future with marine energy. And based on these responses, as well as, you know, the academic performance of the students, as well as the 
um, reputation of the university, you know, all that comes into play um, when the Department of Energy picks universities uh, as the finalists. Thank you, that was very informative. Samira, if you wanna take this question, what is the specific project you're working on for your competition? So our project mainly focuses on using marine energy and trying to create or achieve as much as we can a net zero oil rig platforms. We have like different parts of our idea right now. We're at the design part of it where we're trying to come up with a cost-effective carbon capture solution. And then hopefully once we isolate the carbon dioxide, use the carbon dioxide in somewhere to, you know, increase the overall life of, or I would say overall health of the ocean. I would say. So what we have branched out is, you know, use it for coral reefs, for building coral reefs, or also for um, desalination and stuff like that. So, but our major focus is on using a marine energy to get a net zero offshore oil rigs, yeah. Could either one of you walk me through the general overall process of the project? So what you did at the beginning, so we're planning that you did and step-by-step step to where you are now. Yeah, yeah, um, I can I can take that. So um, in the very beginning, as soon as the uh, team was formed, and, and the way the team was formed is through a an email that was sent out to all the engineering students and you know students ended up applying to be part of this team and there were very few students that were selected um, and so after a team was formed we first started brainstorming different ideas as to what we wanted to do and what our project would be um, we were about five to seven members at that point and each of the member um, was tasked with coming up with any project that would use or any design, technology design that would use marine energy to be able to accomplish what they want to accomplish. And so, you know, that took us a good few months up until I, I want to say about October to November. And as soon as we all, each of us had our own ideas ready, we presented that over a few meetings to our advisors as well as other team members. And after, you know, uh, weeks long of meetings and, you know, brief sessions and things like that, we were able to narrow down to only one project and which is carbon capture as well as storage. And so the, the whole goal of us was to, you know, brainstorm different ideas and from that pick the best idea that would best fit the guidelines given by the Department of Energy, the competition agency, um, as well as pick the idea that would, you know, match with what the team members kind of want to accomplish through through this project. And so um, right now, you know, we narrowed down to one specific project idea, which is carbon capture. And after, you know, narrowing down to a specific project, we are working on the very fine detail of the whole project. And so, you know, um, sometime in May, that's when we'll be presenting the competition. Um, I'm sorry, we'll be presenting the project in the competition. And so between now and May, um, our whole goal is to finalize the project idea, um, also do a cost analysis, which is a whole different aspect of the competition um, that we would need to incorporate as well in the competition. And hopefully by May, we'll be able to have everything ready and be able to present to the judges um, at the competition. Presenting your project, is that a PowerPoint presentation or what's the, what's the medium? Correct. So we would uh, we will have a PowerPoint presentation. The competition was recently moved to virtual, fully virtual. Um, it was first being planned for in person in Washington, D.C., but now it will be fully virtual. 
Um, and so we will be presenting that over a platform through PowerPoint presentation. We will also have a research poster, um, which will be a separate session in the whole conference or, or, or the competition, if you will. And so, you know, our project will be presented through more than one means. You said it's at a conference. Can anybody attend or is it just the people participating in the competition? So definitely uh, people that have been selected, and by people, I mean uh, teams that have been selected from different universities can attend. But additionally, we will also be having more people other than just students. We'll be having industry partners, we'll be having different government employees, you know, working for Department of Energy, working for other agencies within the Department of Energy. Um, we will also be having people from different universities in terms of the professors, research assistants, uh, a lot of stakeholders are involved in this whole competition and so you know like I said we'll be having students but we'll also be having a lot of other people and you know we all will be coming together over a two to three day competition and you know that will also incorporate presentations different presentations from different people that will also incorporate um, networking sessions that will also incorporate you know different learning workshops and obviously uh, the competition itself and so it will be like a hub where different people from different walks of life will come together um, and talk about marine energy. Once the judges decide, what happens after that? What happens if, if your project is chosen? Yeah, so once the project happens, it, so the project is not just decided on one aspect. So there are different aspects that they're looking out into. And some of the aspects are like the social media aspect, how much are we going through the social outreach and stuff like that. And once that is decided, we have the project plan that Akash was mentioning, the cost analysis that we are going to submit would be for a future cause of five years. So once we submit the project, then hopefully we will ha be having more funding and that would be taken and used in real life situations. Uh, there have been many projects in the previous years, uh, many different competitions by DOE where the winning prize was taken in. Uh, hopefully it was refined more, uh, a lot more analysts came and a lot more people gave their advice on how to improve it. And then finally, with the whole business idea, it was implemented in real life situations and was successful. So we are hoping the same with our project too. Well, I hope you all get it. That would be pretty cool. Both of y'all have mentioned a cost analysis. So what is that and who puts it together? So a cost analysis generally means like how are the capex and the opex of the project. So it involves calculating the cost of production and then, you know, calculating the maintenance for five years and then analyzing whether the costs actually give out profits or losses or do they cancel out the final production results that we are coming through. And usually these cost analysis, it's, it, it is usually done by um, stu business students, but because we as a team, we decided we want to do it too. So under Dr. Rafai's guidance and Dr. Shilpa's help, we as a students, we decided that once we are done designing it and then uh, getting the numbers that we need, hopefully we'll be the ones doing the cost analysis and getting out favorable results for the industry. Yeah, a little more details about the carbon capture and storage and feel free to keep it as general as possible. Akash, do you want to take it? Yeah, sure. Um, let's see. Uh, so 
as I had mentioned earlier, um, you know, our team will be focusing on the carbon capture and storage unit. And so our whole goal, as I mentioned as well, is to use marine energy. Um, we need to use at least 51% uh, of marine energy in powering the whole carbon capture unit. And, you know, what we plan on doing is to be able to use the energy offshore through the ocean to power, you know, the carbon capture unit. And, and the whole carbon capture unit will typically work um, just like any, you know, carbon capture unit that you may have heard online or through a, you know, and through an industry, you know, where a flue gas will be, would be entering and so it would go through an absorption column. After that, you know, it would try and, you know, separate different chemicals in it and be able to separate the carbon dioxide at the very end. And so I'm just trying to be very, uh, I'm, I'm trying my best to give it as much information as possible without revealing too much. But as I mentioned, you know, we, we plan on using the ocean water since we will be needing the marine energy and we plan on doing, you know, a lot of our activities offshore um, in terms of the carbon capture unit as well as the storage tanks. Uh, just to add to that, so the current carbon capture scene is where you have a unit of carbon capture, whether you capture it on air or some capture it in offshore rigs. And once you capture that, most of the carbon is filled into cylinders and, you know, taken underground, which was decided was not the most effective way of storing or recycling the carbon dioxide that we are isolating. So rather than that, uh, now the market is focused, at least I would say, to come up with innovative ideas so for the land-based carbon capture units, there are many ways that you can capture it, you know, convert the carbon dioxide, use a chemical reaction and use it in many different ways. But the problem that we are focused on tackling is keeping the carbon dioxide offshore and using it somewhere where we don't need to put in transportation costs, fill into cylinders, bring it back, or, you know, waste a lot of money on that, but actually keep it to a better use offshore so that, you know, we can create a better coastal resilience or get out net zero carbon emissions as possible. And the focus on our carb, why our carbon dioxide unit is, better, is different from the ones in the market is that even though it works the same, we are focused on modularizing it, making it more cost efficient and making it as compressed as possible so that it can fit into small place, considerably smaller place too. So that is the main focus of our unit, yeah. Now I understand the underlying push for your project. So who all is a part of your team? Our team, the, the major strength I would say of our team is that we are from very different backgrounds. All the students are from very different backgrounds. As Akash mentioned during the preliminary process, Dr. Rafai and Dr. Shilpa made sure to, you know, bring in a whole very variety of people into the team. Right, we started off a little bit of seven, a little over seven people, but now we're down to five of us. You have me and Akash, Akash from Civil Engineering, I'm from Subsea, and there is Damilola Abi. He's also a master's in Subsea Engineering. Then we have Harrison, who's, I think, senior? Sophomore. Okay, sophomore in Mechanical Engineering, and Teja is also a sophomore in Mechanical Engineering, if I'm not wrong. So this is our team, and... Yeah, we have our in the, our industrial relationships is taken care by Dr. Shilpa Agarai and of course our mentor and advisor, Dr. Rafai Hinada. How do you think this competition helps students? Does it have any potential impacts with industry or as what skills have you learned? 
coming to me, I would say it, the competition really impacts, like just like Akash mentioned, a lot of students don't even know what marine energy is. How does that work? How do we use water? Even though, and with the world shifting to renewable sources of energy and people funding the researchers for alternate sources of energy, this is like a great learning platform. Having a variety of team helps you to know every nooks and crannies of it, get to get the knowledge that you won't usually get it on an internet if you sit down with internet. And the discussions really help us to understand what are the different things that we look into when coming to marine energy and any other sources of energy for that matter. And coming to aspects that students learn, particularly from this competition, they, they get the exposure of the lifetime for, you know, designing from designing to coming up to an idea to presenting it to an esteemed panel of judges and they get to interact with so many other students like we have weekly team meetings but uh, we also have team meetings from DOE which where every university participates and they sometimes put out seminars from industry experts they sometimes ask the teams to interact with each other and so you get the interaction and you get the idea of what the other team is doing and try to, you know, improve on our ideas, that interaction. And also it's like a team building uh, stuff, the team building uh, part aspect of this too. So yeah, there, there are a lot of takeaways from this competition. Yeah, that's an excellent point. Same question for Akash. What, what were the main skills that you learned or that you thought are the most important? You know, coming coming into the Marine Energy Collegiate Competition and joining the team, I had a huge learning curve, as I mentioned earlier. You know, I've, I had a lot to learn about the marine energy and definitely in the beginning phases of being part of the team, you know, um, I was very excited and and I, I mean, I still am, obviously. Um, but, you know, in, in the beginning, you know, it, it was very different because I was I was very curious about a lot of things. And so I was that was one of the reasons as to why I joined the team. And, you know, through my curiosity, you know, I was able to explore um, so many things about the marine energy and, and just being able to learn about the marine energy and being able to pass the information on um, to other students. And so, you know, over the uh, fall semester, fall of 2021, I, we have had many speakers at our, you know, group meetings internally. And so we have invited, you know, different industry experts on marine energy and carbon capture. We have invited different professors of University of Houston um, that have researched on um, marine energy or something related to marine energy we've invited um different uh we've also you know had an opportunity to um hear from from a few of our team members as how they knew about marine energy and things like that and so you know hearing from all of the experts about uh, of the marine energy i was able to gain um so much of knowledge uh, something that i was not able to find online um because the knowledge that i was able to gain from this you know from these industry experts um that was through their personal experience that was through working for decades for a company or for an industry um or that was through you know working on a research topic for um so many years through the university of Houston. Houston. And so, you know, I definitely look forward to using, you know, everything I've learned so far in my professional career, as I mentioned earlier, after I graduate, um, you know, with with having knowledge about marine energy, as a civil engineer, I could do so many things. Um, I could, you know, 
connect those two and be able to, you know, educate the community as well as to how we can move forward in the civil engineering world and how we can make that better. You know, and in terms of skills, you know, I've, I've, I've had the opportunity to learn so many skills. I've had to do so many presentations to my group uh, team, um, to other people within, you know, our um, stakeholder network. And so, you know, I'm able to now present a lot better than I used to. I know how to present like an expert because an expert taught me how to present like an expert. And so I was able to learn that as well. I was also able to learn kind of how to do better in my presentations, as well as how to make it more informative my, uh, in terms of my presentation. And so, you know, it, there are different skills that I've learned. Definitely. There's also so much of knowledge that I've gained. And so I definitely, you know, appreciate this opportunity. A huge thank you to Samira and Akash for giving a detailed overview of the Marine Energy Collegiate Competition, or MEC. We'll be hearing from them both in future episodes. The MEC team consists of five students from all different aspects of engineering who work together as a team to present their carbon capture and storage plan, along with a cost analysis to a panel of judges this upcoming May. The Steminist podcast looks forward to hearing the outcome of their competition. Thank you for listening to the University of Houston's Engineering Podcast.